talking about changed. Lots of changes, lots of stuff happening, lots of different stuff happening. Lots of stuff that has nothing to do really directly with uh, our relationship, but does indirectly, I guess. Yeah. I think it was, I think this last week has been another test of strength. <laughs> How much it we has. can endure. <laughs> it has. Um, I, I want to thank you for sticking by me. Um, I truly do believe that, you know, you may be the only other one besides me that knows, I'm the other person that knows 100% the truth that everything happened, how it happened. And it's nice to not feel alone on that because I have so many people coming at me. So no, you're not alone. <clears throat> you are not alone. It's a thing, you know, even though it, even though it was not a direct hit toward us as a couple. And I'm sorry if I cut you off there. No, um, it, it was a test because in a situation like that, um, no, I didn't feel torn. Um, there had to be some ties cut, which in, in a, in a few of those cases, it, it, it did hurt, but it wasn't your fault. Um, and the thing is, is that you stand, you stand by the one you love, um, and I love you and I'm going to stand by you. Um, I think that you did the best that you could to handle things the best that you did. And, and, um, and that's the thing there, there are circumstances that take place that can shake a relationship. And, um, that probably the, could have, you know, just the stress of that situation. That there was a lot of stress, you know, especially with what happened to you. Was crumbling, everything was, you know, mm -hmm. shots were being fired, and it shook me in the sense that so many people just instantly turned their back on somebody they didn't really know, like on somebody who. Wait, I was supposed to trust them. They turned their back on me, but they took the word of somebody they hardly knew over the truth, which is what we knew. Mm -hmm. And I think it kind of shook me in the sense that now who do I trust? How do I trust? How, how did like, and it kind of goes across the board to everybody now because now this thing happened over something so stupid who else is gonna leave yeah and uh i think you know that applies to you as well like you know if these people did it maybe you'll just follow suit and just follow along with them <coughs> as well yeah that's that's a that's a fear in a relationship when you <coughs> when you um when you struggle with abandonment issues um, because when the one who is supposed, I mean, there are people who are close to you and then there are people who are closest to you. Mm. And when the one, you know, when you have been through and you, <coughs> when you devoted yourself to somebody 
and you aren't perfect and none of us are perfect but you devote yourself and that person bails and jumps ship and the pattern continues uh you you begin to fear that i mean i still have this i know i know you're not the kind of person who would do this but I still have this underlying fear because of past long distance relationships where someone closer comes in and just out of nowhere. And all of a sudden the feeling is like, I can have this now and I don't have to worry about the distance or I can be stuck with the distance and have to wait. But and I that think scares I that too, you know, like when I'm not feeling good or something like that. And if I go to bed early or whatever, I think, you know, I have a fear that, you know, in order to occupy your time, you're going to talk to other women or whatever the case may be, right? And then you tell me in the morning you have, and I'm like, yeah, like, yeah, what? but you know what I mean? Like, it, it's mm -hmm. still that instant, like, wait, what did you just say? You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. you have to kind of think and step back and go, okay, wait, whoa, back up. <laughs> Not everybody is the same. Hold on here. No, no. And, yeah. It's and hard. I mean, my, my, my friend who I was talking to, she was like, I, I want to hear, you know, she wanted to talk about your experience with the patches and, and things like that. And she, she just asked me a lot of questions about you. And we, we had a, we had a good conversation about you. And, um, and that's the thing, you know, it scares me too. Like, um, th there, there have been the few times when you had gotten a call from very few times when you had told me that you'd gotten a call from another another man i won't i won't mention names out here but you probably know who i'm talking about uh -huh. and um you know pertaining to another group and and there was a part of me it's like you know like what if that what if that person tries to pull off the charisma and because that's what's happened you know and and the unknown is a scary thing and then that's that's when that's when the openness comes in and you know that that openness acts as an armor to the relationship you know you would think people would think that that openness is more of a a vulnerability because people from the outside um could could see those vulnerabilities but the reality is is it's it's a barrier so that the outside can't break it but when the openness goes away um it 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 presents this uh this void like you know it the openness the openness in the relationship serves as an armor on the outside because if one of, if just one of us closed up about something and the other sensed it but the one who's closed up just wouldn't talk about it it would it would it would take totally throw the balance out of that relationship that openness creates a balance which is a protective armor it's like a it's like a it's like a super solid gyroscope mm -hmm. right and, and, it, and it keeps things balanced but if if one one fragment of it gets busted it just starts you know going off balance and and it totally throws everything off and um you know through the situations through change um you know, both of us and people who are listening to this podcast, I guarantee you that, that if you're listening to this, you've heard a lot of words. 
Buford Hall will always be there. Um, so how, do you you know. take, how do you take it when you get, when, okay, so when do the words become reality when they're not just words anymore and you actually have to sit and believe those words to be true to what the situation is, I guess. It's, it's hard. Um, I, I really think that it's hard in the sense that in order to be able to do that, you have to, you have to fully give yourself over to that person especially after being through situations where you've heard the, you know, for me, the wedding vows, you, the wedding vows, mm -hmm. and those were broken. Well, I and, mean, wedding vows to me are, I don't know, because when I got married, like two days after I got married, my husband threw his wedding ring and our marriage certificate and threw it in the fire. <laughs> so, <laughs> it was like, yeah, whatever. It's like no big deal, you know. But yeah, I mean, I, I have a different outlook on marriage, I guess, just because my first experience with it, obviously, was pretty shitty. But um, oh, trust me, I've got. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I think I don't know. As much as change sucks for some people. Because I know lots of people don't like change. And I don't always like change. I mean, I'm, I'm, depends on my mood, I guess. Um, I, I don't, I'm not crazy about change. I don't like to adapt to different things just because, like, I guess, you know, I'm a preacher. I'm the same. I'm the same. I like habit. I like, I like things that are just, you know, I know what's mm -hmm. going to happen and there's no curveballs. There's no nothing like that. It's all just, even keeled <laughs> everything's yeah. good um that's my perfect world how i'd love to live i don't like conflict i don't like anything like that and because i'm so i can pick up at people's moods so quickly um i really try to avoid conflict because it's easy to misinterpret how somebody really is just because you feel an off like i've told you before you know there's you're not intending to do this, but, you know, I'm sensing there's something off with you, like what's going on. And then I'd ask you the next day, no, I'm still sensing this, like what's happening here. Like now I'm starting to freak out a little bit in my head. Like, <laughs> you know, I have those days too. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. So, you know, but you know, and then you said, no, there's nothing. And then when I could actually feel that you kind of had gone back to normal the other day or yesterday or whatever it was. Mm -hmm. And I had said that, you know, I don't feel that anymore. You know, I feel, calmness is more calm now and because your demeanor and everything had changed again right like now you're back so whatever it was that was going on when i felt whatever i felt that off feeling i felt obviously stopped and changed and something else <laughs> came and you know i don't know it could have been anything it could have been just the positioning of the moon who knows <laughs> it could have just yeah well i know there were a few factors that, that played into it. I mean, you know, that, I think that that, that day when that started was, um, how can I say this being this recording? Um, the day that, uh, someone popped up again <laughs> and, and it was like, it was, it was hard. It was hard. Um, and my mind just started spinning out of control and, and, you know, but again, that's where that, 
the openness kicked in. It wasn't anything that you did. Mm-hmm. It wasn't anything that you said. It was just, it's, it's happening again. And, um, and then, then there was that. And then there was the, um, the other stuff that was going on and everything just, everything just hit. And it just seemed like everything over here was hitting the fan and, and it wasn't anything that you did. And it's like, and, and that's, that's the other part of it too. That's, that's really hard for both sides in a relationship. It was in, um, uh, there's this book called the five love languages. Very good book. Um, I really still would love to read that with you. Um, I, I had, think I, have a, I know we still have books. We yeah, I know. I know. Too. Right. <laughs> and I have, I think I have a copy of that one on Kindle and I'd, I'd like to just read it to you personally. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, to, to learn about one another more through that, you know, and, and, but, um, there was a lot going on and, you know, I know you, you had felt like there was something different with me and, and I, I'd felt like, and I, I think I'd mentioned, I felt like, like that you, you seemed like you were, you were off in the distance and there, there was a lot going on. I mean, there was the Valentine's day weekend. There was, there was the other stuff that happened, you know, prior to that Saturday. And, um, you know, it, 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 it was a hard emotional hit for both of us. And, and the reason I brought up the five love languages is, is this, that there's, there was a statement in that book that I've held onto ever since I read it. And it went something like this. It said, love isn't, uh, love isn't the butterflies. That's a part of it. But love isn't the butterflies. Love is what you do when the butterflies seem like they're not there. Mm-hmm. And that's when, that's when, you know, and it wasn't that I didn't feel any less or it wasn't that I, it wasn't that I felt less. You phrase that. It wasn't that my feelings diminished. It wasn't any of that. Mm-hmm. It was just, I was feeling emotionally, I guess, overwhelmed. And it wasn't because of you. It was because of, all of this, this exterior change.